Hey, I'm Neil Williams. I'm a mom, a wife, a master certified coach, podcaster, and entrepreneur who has ditched the idea that a 40 hour work week is somehow required for a successful business. I spent years overworking, but then something big happened. I figured out how to take control of my schedule. And when I did, I got way more done in less time and made more money. After that, I grew a multiple six-figure business working 10 hours a week while I was still in my corporate day job. Since then, I've made it my mission to teach other coaches how to grow businesses they love to six figures in just a few hours a week. If you are ready for full-time business success on a very part-time schedule, get ready to find out that success is easier and faster than you ever thought to be possible right here every week where I share the strategies, tools, and mindset that build a six-figure business that doesn't require a lot of time or a lot of selling. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I am actually off for Thanksgiving week as I'm recording this, but this week I'm doing a lot of momming, (laughs) which for me right now means... I have some teenage boys in and out of my house. And so there's a lot of noise, there's smells, and I have to keep replenishing food in my pantry and my refrigerator. (laughs) Can you relate? And here's the thing. I love every single minute. I would way rather have them here at my house than anywhere else. So our ski mountain is open-ish. And so I have them in and out going up to the mountain skiing and snow skating. If you know what that is, something that they're completely obsessed with right now. So I know when you're listening to this, you're probably in the middle of your own holiday hustle and bustle. And so I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning in every single week, popping your earbuds in and listening when you're in the car or when you're doing your mommy or you're doing other things. I just want to want you to know that I think about you constantly And we have some amazing episodes coming up, especially if you are trying to build a six-figure business and you feel like you need a little bit of help and a little bit of insight in how to do that. So today on that topic, I want to share with you some of the most common myths that I hear with new entrepreneurs who are building six-figure funnels and using Facebook and Instagram ads to fill their funnels. Because I want to debunk these myths Because if you think this way or you believe these things to be true, it's going to be very challenging for you to do a six-figure funnel. And you probably will slow yourself down because you think that Facebook ads aren't for you or you can't do them well or that they just don't work anymore. Okay. So the first thing that I hear is Facebook ads are expensive and they don't work anymore or common to this, similarly to this. I can't do Facebook ads because I don't have enough money to invest. Okay, so here's what I want you to know. The truth is Facebook and Instagram ads do work. When I say Facebook, I mean Facebook and Instagram. They're the same company. It's now under the umbrella of Meta. So if you are seeing things from Meta business, that is formerly Facebook. Now, how do we know this? Because there are millions of brands using them with very big marketing budgets. And I promise you, if they were not working, you wouldn't see these brands advertising on these platforms anymore. The reality is as an online business, as a marketer, somebody who is marketing your business, you have to advertise where your people are. So if your people are on Facebook and your people are on Instagram, you want to be advertising there. Okay. So to the question of, are they more expensive? 
Overall, yes, that's probably true. I could probably give that to you as a fact. What has happened is over the past five-ish years, there has been a slew of new businesses being created, which is amazing. If you look at U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, because you're a stat and math nerd like me, (laughs) you will see that the projection is within, I think, the next five to six years, it's going to be more common to have a side business as an American than not, meaning more than 50% of us are going to have some sort of side business. Okay. So a lot of these new businesses are online because the barrier to entry is very low. We just need a computer and we need some way to be sharing and marketing online. And one of the fastest ways to be able to advertise online is to pay, pay to play that game. And so pay with Facebook and Instagram ads, or maybe you're paying with some other type of platform like TikTok or LinkedIn or Google. They're all amazing and they all work. Okay. So overall, yes, there's been an increase because of the number of people, the number of businesses that have been created that are using those online platforms for advertising. So the increase in the number of businesses, like that has the the curve on that has increased. It's very steep. So a lot of online businesses have been created who are advertising on o- online platforms, social media platforms. But the base that we're advertising to, the number of people who are advertising to has not grown as dramatically. So what that means is all of us are competing for the eyeballs. And it's about the same number of eyeballs. They There aren't as many people like joining Facebook and Instagram as there were in the very beginning because many people are already there. So because it's an auction system, of course, we're competing for those eyeballs, for that attention. But here's what I want to tell you. (laughs) Just because they're more expensive doesn't necessarily need to mean anything. There are ways to mitigate your ad spend so that you're actually getting paid to do your list building. And I just popped a training into my 100K funnel course actually about this exact thing, three strategies that you can use to offset or completely eliminate your ads budget. It's one of the things that I have worked really hard to achieve with my most recent funnel. So you can do that. Or there are other strategies besides just list building campaigns that you can do with Facebook ads that will help your overall business. And so things you can do that are very inexpensive are things like podcast ads. If you know, like you have a podcast and you know that most of your sales or most of the people come to you because they listen to your podcast, then you can just do a podcast ad and get more people there. And then on the back end of your funnel, of course, you're probably going to have more people buy, right? You're going to have more clients, more people say yes to you, asking to work with you in a paid capacity. And you can do those for like 50 cents a click. Those are not super expensive. And I just added another advanced strategy into my own 100K funnel course for this type of campaign as well. So another example of a very inexpensive campaign that you can do is something called a video view campaign. You can do this for basically like one to three cents per video view. So my point here is ads work. You just need help in understanding the strategies to use based on your budget and your marketing strategy. So maybe it's list building as your marketing strategy. I think that should be true for all entrepreneurs, probably for the entire lifetime of your business. 
Because once people are on your list, then you own that email address and you can send them whatever you want, whenever you want. But maybe that isn't your goal right now in terms of your marketing. Maybe it's something else like building awareness or getting more traffic to your podcast because you know that's what converts your people. When they listen to it, they want to work with you. So ads work and they do not have to be too expensive for you. You just have to find a strategy that's going to fit in with your overall goals and your budget. And there are multiple options available. Okay, so myth number two. Your ad campaign doesn't usually flop because of the ad itself. It usually flops because of the offer in the campaign. So let me explain a little bit more about this. I'm specifically referring to a lead generation campaign here where you're doing list building and you're offering a free lead magnet in order to build your list. So most of the times those campaigns don't flop because the ad wasn't done well. It usually flops because of the offer that was provided in the campaign. So here are the things that typically don't work. Not having a targeted niche to send the lead magnet to, or not having a lead magnet that is specifically designed just for that niche. So you could have a lead magnet that might work for many different niches, but what you really want is a lead magnet that works just for your niche. So only the people who are interested in what you are teaching and what you're offering are the people who are going to be opting in. So I'm going to tell you a little story about how I made this mistake recently, but I caught myself. I shared this in a funnel fail Friday, but I'm going to share it here on the podcast too, in case you're not listening to those or you don't catch those. So I was going to create a new lead magnet. I already have a funnel that's working beautifully, six figures, but I wanted to, I want to start building it out. So I'm going to get more robust in this funnel because the idea is, which you heard me talk about last week in the, where Rick interviewed me on how I created that six figure funnel so quickly is taking that funnel to seven figures, which is a whole different ballgame. So I need to look at adding and and making what's working inside of that funnel work better, meaning more marketing channels, more lead magnets, more offers, more of everything really, like just 10 timesing everything inside that funnel. So I was like, okay, I'm going to create a new lead magnet. It's going to lead directly back into this funnel. It's just going to be a slightly different message to maybe capture the attention of some people I'm not creating interest for with the one I have existing. So I was going to do a 30-day business planner. Now, I know that planners work really well. Last year, we launched a 30-day business planner to build your business in 10 hours per week. Wildly successful. Built my list to like 12,000 in like six months. But what I realized is for that was for a different offer. And I was going to use the same one for the 100K funnel courses that is the paid program that I sell at the back end of this funnel that we're talking about. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's pretty vague, right? Not... That's not going to work just for the person who wants to build their business online. That's not who I want. Who I want is somebody who is going to do ads and sales funnels to build their business in 10 hours per week online. So I had to start thinking really like niche down. And so what I came up with was a planner, but it's a very specific planner. It's the three-hour Facebook ads planner. 
So basically I teach you how to build in, how to like get your Facebook ad campaign launched from scratch in three hours. And I walk you through a step-by-step process at the video training that accompanies it, all the things. But the point of this is, do you see how different it is to have a 30-day business planner and a three-hour Facebook ads planner? Because the 30-day business planner, I might get some people into my funnel, which they do want to build their businesses 10 hours per week, but they might want to be doing it with organic traffic, or they might want to be doing it in ways that I don't teach. And so there's going to be a misalignment. They're probably going to unsubscribe for one thing, which is fine. But I want to try and be as targeted as I can in the lead generation campaign itself, meaning I'm offering something to somebody that is uniquely suited to them where it's going to be ignored by people who are not interested in it, that are it's not for them. So I just want to want you to think about your own lean magnet and think about, is it uniquely situated for my niche? And also, of course, you still want it to be in alignment with your paid offer at the back end. Now, this is, right? Because in 100K Funnel Course, I'm teaching people how to build six-figure funnels and do a profitable Facebook ads campaign as the way to fill the funnel and scale it to six figures. So it's completely in alignment. I just pulled out one little piece of it. But if somebody's interested in this little piece, I know that they're probably interested in sales funnels and Facebook ads, learning how to do Facebook ads, right? So that is one thing I want you to think about. Most often, it's not the ad copy or the graphic or the headline. Sometimes it is. But a lot of times what we really need to do is make sure that we have a lead magnet for our lead generation campaigns that is super targeted and meaning it's for our specific niche and it's a really good offer. Like it makes it very easy for someone to get a win. Okay. So the next myth, an offer is one-on-one coaching. There's so much confusion about what an offer is and I get it because it's just kind of tossed around as something that you need to have, but we just don't really understand. There's not a lot of people out there talking about exactly what an offer is. So one-on-one coaching is not an offer. It tells me or whoever you're talking to about it, how you deliver your offer or a tool that you use in the delivery of your offer. But an offer itself actually has 10 distinct parts, the most important of which is the promise, the transformation, or the result. Now, this is the other most common reason why a funnel will flop. The paid offer isn't actually a paid offer, or it is not a very good one. (laughs) Now, I can say this because I made this mistake over and over and over again at the very beginning, and I would just blame my funnel for not working, like it's the funnel's fault. But really, it was that I didn't have a refined niche and a specific result that I was offering to that niche that they really, really wanted, where I didn't have to do some serious objection overcoming and obstacle navigation, which I didn't like to do. It's awful for me because I don't like to sell. When you have a vague niche or a vague offer, what happens is you end up paying a selling tax. And I for sure did at the very beginning. So what I want you to think about is the most important part of your offer. I obviously, I'm not going to go through all 10 parts of the offer on this episode, But the most important part of it is the result that you deliver, the promise, the transformation, the thing that somebody's going to get by working with you, by buying your program. 
So really spend some time thinking about this. Make sure it is very targeted to your niche, like specifically uniquely designed for your niche and a problem that they're experiencing that this is going to solve or a dream that they have that this will help them achieve. So it's not one-on-one coaching. You might be delivering that transformation through one-on-one coaching, but one-on-one coaching is not an offer. And this reminds me, one other thing that I want to say about this is I have a lot of coaches that I work with who get really squeamish about doing a niche, and I totally understand it. I want you to think about this. You can still do general coaching if that's what you want to do, general one-on-one coaching. But I want you to think about the reason why you might do that is for you to get really good at your coaching skills. That's building you as a coach and your skill as a coach. It is not building any business skills, okay? When you niche down, sometimes what coaches do that helps them is they keep their general one-on-one practice, just let it be super vague and They know that they're just going to be coaching on all the things and it's totally fine. But when you want to start building skill around business, around online marketing and understanding the foundational pieces that you have to know as a successful online entrepreneur, you want to start with a niche and then you want to be building an offer specifically for that niche. And then you want to learn the marketing that's involved to get that offer into their hands and for them to say yes to it. So when you niche... What you're doing is really learning business building skills and online marketing skills. When you're doing general coaching, totally fine to do that. You're just not building business skills. You're building coaching skills. So I just want to make sure that we have those distinctions. There's not one that's right or wrong. They're just different and they have served different purposes to build you as a coach or to build you as an online entrepreneur. You need to think about which one Where do you want to be spending your time, your attention, and your effort or investing money in right now? Okay. So the fourth myth is you have to do organic traffic before you do paid traffic so that you can get your message figured out. (laughs) You can, but I think it just wastes time. And the most brilliant response to this is something that in 100K Funnel Planning Week that we did in October, we had a Slack channel for everybody. And Rick joined us in that Slack channel for the last couple of days, answering questions about ads and online business and all the things. And somebody had posted that they were told they couldn't do paid traffic like Facebook and Instagram ads until they had reached six figures with organic traffic. (laughs) And Rick's response, I literally laughed out loud when I read it, basically said, this is complete BS. You don't have to do that. You can have validated your messaging with making $5,000 or making $0 or making $20,000. It doesn't really matter. And organic traffic doesn't make sure you validate your message and you can use paid traffic to do it actually much faster. So yes, you can use organic traffic to validate your messaging, but you can also use Facebook ads to do it very, very quickly and without spending a ton of money on figuring that out. And you could do it with a lead generation campaign. You could do it with a video view campaign, which is very expensive. Or even one of my favorites is a workshop registration campaign to validate your overall message and what you're putting into the world to make sure that it's landing for people. And they want it. That's really, when we're talking about validating an offer, what we're really doing is we're like, can we find the people who want this? 
And is there a group of people who really, really want this, want this enough that they're willing to invest their time, their attention and some money into getting it? And so validation is really just just making sure that you're very in tune and aligned with the who and that it is the thing that you're delivering is something that group really wants. That's all we're doing when we're talking about validating an offer. And you can do that with organic traffic. You can do it with paid traffic. I love to do it with paid traffic just because it's faster. It shortcuts it. So I know really quickly if something is not working and I know, okay, that's not the messaging that's going to work here. And I can pivot and try something else. And I can get through that validation phase very quickly with paid traffic. Okay. So let me run through these again. Facebook ads are expensive and don't work. (laughs) Not true. (laughs) Your ad campaign usually doesn't flop because of the ad. It usually flops because of the offer in the campaign. And what I'm specifically talking about here is a lead generation campaign. Okay. Making sure you have a targeted niche and that you have a lead magnet that is specifically uniquely designed just for that niche. And that this lead magnet is directly in alignment with what you're delivering in your paid offer. An offer is not one-on-one coaching. The most important part of an offer is the promise, the transformation or results that your offer delivers. And you do not have to do organic traffic before you do paid traffic. You can actually use paid traffic in a pretty inexpensive way to validate your messaging very quickly. So I wanted to make sure that I pointed those out because I hear these a lot and I just want you to know that they're actually not true or they don't have to be true. And here's what I really want to say just to wrap this one up and close it up. When you decide to invest your time, your attention and money into learning how to do sales funnels and Facebook ads, you change your business forever. I got this question in one of my 10K to 10 hours groups this last week about power sentences. And I kind of mentioned this in another podcast, but one of the things that I said is that I just don't hold tightly to my business being the long-term outcome, the business as it is right now. And really like focusing on building the skills of being a successful online marketer and an online businesswoman. And because I know those skills, I can take them and I can leverage them for many different lucrative pursuits. So I just want to offer to you that if you decide to start learning how to do Facebook ads and sales funnels on your own, you are becoming super valuable in the online entrepreneurial space online marketing space. And you can take those skills and create many different lucrative pursuits with them if you want to. So I do suggest that you start learning how to do them on your own before you hire someone. Because number one, hiring someone is going to be very expensive. Think like 2K to 5K or more per month, plus often a percentage of ad spend if you're getting somebody that's very, very high end. And they don't do the entire funnel for you. Usually what they'll do is just the ad strategy and the campaign. So oftentimes they don't even do ad copy or graphics or headlines or any of those things. So you want to learn how to do those on your own, or you're going to have to hire somebody else to do that part as well. And so what I want to suggest is at the very beginning, and this was true for me too, I just didn't have the budget to be able to do this. And honestly, I'm so glad that I didn't because now I have these skills and they are serving me so well in my own business. And I'm able to help other people with them as well, which is super fun for me. So I want you to think about instead of spending the 2K to 5K a month, you just take one month of that, of having it done for you and spend it on 
maybe my course or some other training, learn how to do it yourself and save yourself those thousands of dollars so that you can use them to invest in ads or maybe you invest some of it in ads and you pay yourself the thousands of dollars that you would otherwise invest in someone else to do it for yourself. So it's such a lucrative skill. And then on the other side of it, if you do decide down the road that you want to hire someone, you just don't want to do ads yourself, which I don't think I will ever be in that point. (laughs) Maybe, but definitely I'm not. I am not right now. You're going to know if they're doing a great job or not. And here's my other thing that I think is super important. If you're going to invest in a program or a course or a mastermind with somebody who's doing this, I think it's a great way. I've invested in all the ads courses. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on really understanding ads and every time that the market changes. So every year I invest in an ads course just to make sure that I'm in alignment with like what is new and different and what's working in the world and I'm testing in my own business. So what I want to suggest is if you're going to invest in someone's program about this, that you invest in somebody who is a practitioner who is doing this work for themselves already because they're the ones who are in the game are going to be the ones who know it's working right now in present time. Not what worked prior to iOS, not what worked five years ago, but what's working in the current environment right now. That's who you want to be paying attention to and listening to. So maybe I've sold you on why it is such a lucrative skill to develop your own acumen in doing Facebook ads and funnels. Number one, you can save yourself a ton of money, but also you just become so much more valuable as an online marketer and entrepreneur. Okay, so if you want details on how to join 100K Funnel, if you want my help inside of that, you can just go to my website, www.neilwilliams.com and click the link at the top to go to that sales page. If not, I do want you to think about for 2023, what would be the thing, like the skill that you really want to develop for yourself that would be a game-changing skill for you as an online entrepreneur, for you as an online marketer, maybe for your business? What is that skill? Choose one and go consider investing in a coach or someone else to help you kind of shortcut or fast track your skill building process. Have an amazing, gorgeous week, and I'll see you right back here next week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Consistently selling out your coaching program, course, or mastermind is so much easier when you have an email list of qualified leads. And the trick to growing this kind of email list is all in your lead magnet. Grab my free cheat sheet, Four Steps to a Killer Lead Magnet, so you can grow a list that lets you sell your program on autopilot by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting my website at www.neilwilliams.com. Have a gorgeous week, and I'll see you right back here next week.